Hey, it's Markay from the Markay Show. You hear me every day from 10 a.m. to noon on News 104.5 WOKV. First of all, thanks for listening to the Markay Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's morning news interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes and Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. I've got to get Markay more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just might get it. We want us some Markay. We're entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. Two full hours of the Markay Show starts right now. Therefore, I give notice that Boris Johnson is elected as the leader of the Conservative and Unionist Party. Uh, pip, pip, cheerio, Boris Johnson, new PM, UK, British people in Parliament and Brexit. What's up? This is the Marquet Show. My name is Marquet. Thank you so much for joining us today, folks. We're really, uh, we're really excited that you're here. Man, we have so much going on today. First of all, there's a new prime minister in Great Britain. His name's Boris Johnson. And for those of you that don't know, he's literally like the, the UK version of Donald Trump. He's got crazy hair. He's loud. He makes all these, you know, weird statements. And he's all about uh, putting Great Britain first. So it's going to be really interesting to see what happens here, uh, here going forward as far as the relationship with. Man, I'll tell you what. If you thought that Theresa May pretended to like Donald Trump, just wait. Boris Johnson is actually probably going to like the guy. Either that or it's one of those situations where the two guys are so similar that they're going to butt heads, but I don't think so, because they definitely have the, the uh, they have a, a similar agenda when it comes to running their country. So that just happened this morning. I mean, it was this afternoon in the UK because they're like six hours ahead, but uh, but that is uh, that is big news for the rest of the country. For everyone in the news media who tells you that the rest of the world does not want Donald Trump to be president, and, and Joe Biden who comes up and says, you know, uh, Theresa May called me and said, man, Joe, we we sure hope you win because we definitely we want you to be president of the United States. This is uh, that's not going to happen with Boris Johnson um, at 21 Downing Street. He's going to be all he's by the way, that's the White House of, of uh, Great Britain, for those of you that don't know. But he's all going to be like, hey, uh, this is it, man. Brexit, UK all the way. And uh, it should be an interesting relationship to watch. Now, that's one cool thing that's happening today. Also, another cool thing that's happening today is that they raised the debt ceiling again. <laughs> Which, and when I say that's a cool thing that happens, it's not really. It's one of those things where as soon as, it, you know, everyone was touting, look, we got a bipartisan agreement. Look, Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi and, and Mitch McConnell and everybody, Donald Trump, everyone was able to come together and make this great thing happen. We raised the debt ceiling. We kept the lights on once again. But there's a lot of people that sit back and, you know, rightly so say, hey, well, well, wait a minute. That means just, you know, what good is having a debt ceiling if whenever we reach it, we just, you know, we just raise it. And it's true. It's like saying, hey, we want to make sure we don't go uh, past this level of debt. And then when we get right there, we just raise it up. And, you know, and this happens in real life, too. Credit card companies do this all the time. Uh, for example, your credit card company, if you if you, you know, rack up your to your limit, uh, they may actually call you and say, hey, we noticed you're at your limit. Do you want more of a limit. Like, do you, do you want to do you want us to raise your debt ceiling? And then, of course, you go, yeah, that'd be great. And what do you do? You go out and you buy some more stuff. Well, the same thing happens with the United States government. And that is uh, that's something that happened yesterday. The debt ceiling raised. So while a lot of people say, hey, it's great that we have this bipartisan agreement and it's great that the Democrats and the Republicans were able to come together on something. Just remember, the one thing that they were able to come together on was uh, more money.
for, you know, the government. It was basically spending more money that they don't have to pay for until a later date. Speaking of money, by the way, and the Republicans and the Democrats, something happened yesterday. Yesterday, we talked a lot about this Donald Trump rally that's happening in Cincinnati, Ohio. And it's coming up next week. Next, uh, I believe it's Thursday evening or Friday, whatever, whenever August the 1st is. Uh, there's going to be a huge rally in Cincinnati, Ohio, and it is the first rally after the last rally. Now, the first rally after the last rally is important because the last rally was the one that raised all kinds of hoopla with the squad and with uh, Donald Trump's supporters and everyone at the rally chanting, send her back, send her back. And then you had reporters asking Donald Trump, did you agree with that? And Donald Trump saying, no, I didn't agree with that. I didn't like that it happened. And then the Drudge Report accused Donald Trump of throwing MAGA under the bus and disavowing his own uh, his own supporters. And was this the end of Make America Great? It was this huge, huge huge ridiculousness in the uh, in the fake news media once again so this rally is going to be the first rally after that one. This is the rally where Donald Trump supposedly is going to tell the crowd to behave. This is the one where if they get out of line or say something racist or offensive toward the squad, Donald Trump is going to stop them and say, hey, that no, let's not do that. You know, that's that's supposedly what everyone I think is expecting. This is also the rally where Donald Trump is going to have to uh, change the tone a little bit while still keeping the rhetoric hot on uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and Ilhan Omar and the other two squad members that are trying to peg him as a uh, as an ineffective racist and are continuing to push for Donald Trump's impeachment. So this is this is an important and historic rally. And being an important and historic rally, I immediately thought, you know, we should cover it. We should be there. We should go to Cincinnati, Ohio. We should be there like we were in Orlando. Uh, we should be there like we were when it was here in Jacksonville. We should get audio. We should get video. We should be there firsthand. We should live stream. You know, we have a radio station in Dayton, which is like 30 minutes away from Cincinnati. I thought this is great. We can go and do the show live from Dayton the day after and talk all about it and bring you the truth, you know, the truth about what happened on the ground. And so immediately after the show, I went back to my office, also known as the men's room. And I got out my phone and I sent an email to everybody, all our station managers and the finance manager and the CEO of the company and the CFO and all the money people. And I said, we have a great idea. Donald Trump is holding a rally next week in Cincinnati. The hotel is going to cost this much. The airfare is going to cost this much. You know, maybe like an Uber is going to cost this much. All in all, it's only going to cost this much money. And we can broadcast live from our sister station in Dayton, Ohio, the next day. It's it's historic. It's it's life altering. It's going to be a big deal in the news. Uh, what do you think? Can we cover that? And I'm going to be honest with you. I was really I was really surprised at how quickly they responded. Like, I mean, I usually it takes a little time before I hear anything back. But really, within minutes, within minutes, I got back a, a rapid fire response to my request. And I was at, and I thought to myself, wow, look, Ed, they are on it, man. They are ready to respond at a moment's notice. And when I opened the meal, they were, uh, opened the email. They basically were like, hell no. So, so apparently they didn't see how it related back to Jacksonville. You know, whatever. That's fine. That's that's a maybe maybe a little short sighted. Maybe I didn't plead my case as much, but they're not into it. So we had to go 
to uh, we had to go to the second level, which means when you can't get your company to fund an important event for your radio station, you have to do what all the all the YouTubers are doing and all the podcasters are doing. You have to do what all the all the independent record label people and the authors who self-published do. Uh, you have to do what all the people who have a great invention but no capital do. You have to basically uh, crowdfund. So that's what we decided to do. I texted Josh. I said, hey, they said no on the money. And Josh texted me right back going, yeah, I'm not shocked at all. And then I wrote back. I said, what should we do? And he goes, I don't know. Maybe we can crowdfund it. So we came up with a, a system where we came up with a package. A um, You call it a bonus package. You call it a prize package. You can call it a what do, you, what do they call them on um, on Kickstarter? They call them. I forget, we'll, we'll go to Kickstarter and figure it out. But basically, if you would like to help crowdfund and sponsor our incredible trip to Cincinnati for the Donald Trump rally, the rally after the rally, which happens next week. Uh, we'll tell you how to do that here in just a minute. And more importantly, we will itemize for you every single exclusive amazing thing that you get as a send Mark to Cincinnati supporter. Uh, that's coming up here in just a minute. Stay tuned to News 104.5 WOKV. again have to reconcile two sets of instincts, two noble sets of instincts, between the deep desire for friendship and free trade and mutual support in security and defence between Britain and our European partners, and the simultaneous desire, equally deep and heartfelt, for democratic self-government in this country. That is Boris Johnson, the newly appointed or elected uh, PM, Prime Minister of Great Britain. And I'll tell you, if you want, let me translate that into English for you. Basically, what he's saying is make Great Britain great again. It's the exact, it's the exact same verbiage that Donald Trump's been using about what we have to, we have to reconcile the, uh, the ability to protect ourselves and guard ourselves and invest in ourselves and make sure that we are, uh, we are a country that is, that is rich again and strong again and fast again and great again. And we also have to make sure that we're being treated fairly by our allies, not just in Europe, but in Asia and all over the place. And so you've basically got the Donald Trump of Great Britain now in charge of Great Britain. So it's going to be, it's going to be a really interesting next couple of years for Donald Trump in the UK. And I bet you're going to see probably another trip over there. You may see Boris Johnson uh, once he gets his whole Brexit thing going, um, you know, coming over here as well, because because uh, the two the two theories and philosophies and the conservative values that Boris Johnson has are the same ones that Donald Trump ran on and that he got elected with and that he's going to continue to run on and get elected with uh, next time. All right. So uh, coming up here in just a minute, we have uh, we have some interesting stuff about the Mueller, um, the uh, the Mueller investigation and of course Mueller's testimony tomorrow and how it affects well this show because wouldn't you know it they always plan these things during our show and then there's a couple of viral videos that are really bizarre uh, also there's a school district in Oregon which is doing something really 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 weird uh which we're going to talk about here in just a minute but first but first back to the cincinnati trip so for next week uh donald trump is going to be in cincinnati and we want to go there too we want to make sure that we are on the ground boots on the ground getting the video and the audio and the interviews and whatever else you want with it whether you want the uh the swag last time we brought back a whole bunch of buttons and hats and things that we gave away and we want to make sure we do that again plus since this is the first 
since this is the first um, uh, rally after the last rally, which was the big one that made all the news that all the headlines were about, uh, we definitely want to be there to see how Donald Trump and the crowd also react. So what we've done is we put to an incre- we put together an incredible sponsorship package if you would like to be part of the Cincinnati experience. And if you go to themarkkshow.com, you'll see you get several fantastic things for helping send the show to Cincinnati next week. First of all, you get a personal video shout out from moi. So if you have a birthday coming up or an anniversary or if you just want to surprise somebody or if you want to post it on whatever you want me to say, I'll say I'll record it on video and send it to you. Also, we're going to do a huge video about this entire trip. We're going to tag everybody who helped made it possible. We'll tag you, your business, your Instagram, your Twitter, whatever you want. Uh, We'll make sure that everybody knows about you socially and online. Uh, We decided to have an in-studio party. Because the other Josh and Hannah and Scott and I, we all like to party. We're going to get some donuts, some coffee, maybe some lunch. We'll let you come in here. You can watch the show unfold live. Uh, and depending on how supportive you are, we may even let you do some shout-outs, too, um, as well. And the official Mark K. Show t-shirt. Very comfy, super stylish. Everyone who helps make this trip possible gets one of those, too. And I will bring you back some Donald Trump swag from the event in Cincinnati um, as well. 855-765-1045. Best thing to do right now. We only have, like, limited space. We're limiting this to 10 people because the studio ain't that big. And it looks big when you're watching us on the stream, but it's not that big. Uh, So we're limiting it to 10 people. You can bring a guest. That means 20 folks will be hanging out with us. And it's uh, going to be an awesome experience. So go to the Mark K Show dot com right now the com sponsor our trip get tons of exclusive free stuff from the mark k show and help us make history uh at the rally after the rally which is happening in ohio oh, ohio also a huge state don't forget this is when it comes to swing states and when it comes to states that are must wins for donald trump you've got florida of course you've got ohio which is another big one and then all the states that he won last time including michigan and wisconsin and pennsylvania and we're going to try if he hits those we're going to try to hit those uh as well so we can keep you abreast of the situation and we can keep you uh you know in in the know you know we want to make sure that you guys and that's the thing we could yes we could report on what happens from the news or we could read it on the ap but what we found out is when we're there it is a lot different than when we're not. <laughs> and what you hear and read and see is a lot different than what you uh, what you experience on the ground. Uh, for example, in the Orlando rally, you know, there was a huge article about how there was nobody there. Um, and they, they showed this empty field of trash and they were bashing everybody for for leaving their trash behind. But the the real story is that you don't get that much trash from an empty crowd. That was thousands and thousands of people. Uh, you know, you want to make sure that the imagery and the messaging is getting out there appropriately. And that's why we like to be at these things, um, on, you know, like I said, in person. 855-765-1045. Again, if you want to uh, if you want to be part of this, if you want to be part of the social media shout out and the online celebration and get your T-shirt and, and be part of history. If you have a small business, uh, I know we have a lot of folks that are, you know, that are uh, running online stores or selling soap or doing whatever. It's a great way to get a little bit of publicity uh, for a very little for a very little investment 855-765-1045 quick break when we get back uh, some police officers in new york city attacked caught on video gone viral and as far as we know nothing's happened we're going to explain that to you and uh, play a little bit of that video for you here in just a minute stay tuned it's the mark k show on news 104.5 wokv 
I've got to get Mark K more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just might get it. We want us some Mark K. We're entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. This is the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. Man, I'll tell you what. We got so many supporters signing up for Send Mark to Cincinnati over the last break that my phone died. <laughs> but uh, the first two in uh, were Mindy. Mindy, thank you so much. Mindy watches on our Facebook all the time. And she said, hey, uh, Mark's one step closer to Cincinnati. And then we immediately got one from Mark. So Mark and Mindy, thank you very much. Oh, Mark and Mindy, that's like, uh, that's like, <laughs> that reminds me of growing up because everyone, everyone always called me Mark for a while. That's great. 855-765-1045. Oh, we got another one. Race car Mike. That sounds like a character. That sounds like a Michael Scott reference from The Office. It's race car Mike. I'm racing a car. Race car Mike. Thank you so much. All right. So we are, we are three of 10 spots gone. If you go to the markkshow.com right now, uh, you can claim one of the seven remaining. Uh, it's the markkshow.com. You get all that great stuff too. You get to come in studio and party with us. You get a t-shirt. You get a, a video recorded shout out. We'll shout you out on social media. If you have a business or an Instagram, if you're an Instagram influencer and you want me to uh, shout you out to, uh, to my fan base and to the people who follow us, we have a lot of them too. Uh, more every day. Well, that's not true. We lose a lot every day, but then we get a bunch more, uh, depending on the content. We're kind of weeding through all the people that don't like our content and building up a new fan base of people, um, of people that do. Uh, themarkkshow.com is where you should go right now to claim your spot. Okay. So there's this really disturbing video that the other Josh found, and it's from New York City at the middle of the day. And there's uh, someone called NYC Scanner posted this video. Uh, you may have seen it, you may have not. It's about cops in Harlem, and they're arresting a guy. And while they've got this guy, it looks like they've taken this guy out of a car, and they've they've put him on the hood of the car. They're putting the they're putting the handcuffs behind him. And apparently, what it looks like is happening is other residents who are unhappy with the police arresting their 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 peer. Uh, we'll say start hurling water on the cops, but like big large buckets of water. <laughs> Where they get them, the cops are getting doused. One guy actually hurls. You can hear that. Oh, one guy actually, after throwing the water, hurls this red bucket at the cop, and it hits the back of his head. And the cops, undaunted, continue to arrest um, whoever you know, the perp, I guess you would call it, uh, amidst all of this. And as they walk away, again, people are just bringing in big vats of water and tossing it all over these police officers. And you know, to their I mean, giving them mad props, they don't react in a negative way. Now, I don't know that I would be that restrained. I mean, if I were a police officer, maybe they felt threatened. Maybe they were like, look, the best thing to do is just get out of here. But these these are it's in the middle of the day. It's people throwing water at them. The chief of police, Terrence Monahan in New York City, he, he screen capped the bucket flying through the air and he tweeted the videos of cops being doused with water and having objects hurled at them as they made an arrest in Harlem is reprehensible. New York City's cops and communities have made remarkable progress together. But every New Yorker must show respect for our cops. They deserve nothing less. Now, I know we have a lot of law enforcement, both current and past, that listen to the show. But I'm just I mean, I'm just like in this particular scenario, if you're arresting somebody and somebody comes up and douses you with water, 
Also, the guy who's getting arrested had insult to injury. I mean, he gets it too. It's like it's like it's a free for all. Everybody, you know, like at the foam party, everyone gets covered with foam. It's the same thing. If you're if the cops arresting you and though someone's throwing water on the cop, yeah, it's going to get wet as well. And that's exactly what happens. But I'm just curious. Is this not a crime? I mean, is this not something that is it assault? Is it is it? I mean, what do we even how do we even uh, clarify? Was there any uh, other information other than the video? There was no context, but I was thinking it might be it could be classified as maybe uh, helping to someone evade arrest because it makes them slippery. Right, if you're trying to hold the guy in the <laughs> trunk and you dash him with water, makes him a little a uh, little squirmy. I see. So you, you think can't they, pin him down as well? <laughs> so you could be helping someone evade arrest. Well, they should have helped a little harder because it later appears. Yeah, justice. I think he still got arrested. It appears that they hauled the guy off. Yeah. So anyway, eight five five seven six five one zero four five is the number. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five is the number. If anyone can help us out, uh, and, and again, it is shocking that because when I see police. I even when I do, and I it maybe I mean, it's got to be part of your upbringing. It's got to be part of the the uh, relationship that you've had with police or the way you know you've been taught or the experience of you experiences you've had. But when I see police, even though I know I've done nothing wrong, even though I know I haven't broken a law in a really long time, I still get like I still get like on my best behavior. And I'm like, yes, sir, no, sir, oh, no, absolutely, I officer, whatever you say. I get that like that fear that fears in me. I would never think. Like if a cop pulled me over, if I saw a cop arresting somebody, I would never think, oh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to douse that that guy with water. I would like if you were getting arrested, uh, Josh, like if we went out somewhere and the cops pulled us over and they were like, are you the other Josh? And you're like, no comment. And they hauled you out and threw you down and cuffed you. You know, I'm sorry. No, I'd be like, he did it, officer, whatever. (laughs) Okay, I would bail you out, but I wouldn't throw water on the police. I would let the process, I would be like, look, the police have a process. They're going to take him downtown. They're going to fingerprint him. They're going to throw him in the clink. Once they press charges, I'll go down there. Uh, You know, we'll figure it out. Maybe we'll do another fundraiser like we're doing right now. Instead of send Mark to Cincy, it'll be, you know, spring Josh from prison. And then once we figured it out and we paid your bail, uh, we'll come out. But I don't know that, I I don't understand where these attacks uh, come from. Now, Mark, the important question in that is, would you shoot the video horizontal or vertical? Well, I would do, of course, I would, I mean, I would do, I would do both probably. I have, I have, <laughs> like, Josh, give me your phone quick so I can get, I can get both a, a portrait and landscape. Tag me. Scott from Palm Coast. How are you? Good, Mark. How you been? All right. Doing great, Scott. You are a, a police officer. I'm a retired New York City police detective uh, for 22 years. I retired around 2010. Okay, and so then moved down here to sunny Florida. All right, so what's the deal? Why would these police just ignore the fact that they're getting assaulted with water? And is that considered assault? Well, it, technically, it's considered a, a, a what do you call it? A, obstruction of governmental organization, and uh, it could be attempted assault depending upon if they get hit with the bucket. But you got to remember something. You got to look at New York City these days, and yeah. this is a direct result of the policies that come down from the top. Now, believe me, I am no fan of the city of New York government. Uh, they do everything as a knee-jerk reaction. Sure. And everything is done because of what the polls say and how good de Blasio can look because he's running for president. Because he's running for so president. I can guarantee you that the word has come down that they do not want any type of incidents to occur that would make New York look in a bad light like we used to have during the Dinkins administration. Now, you got also to look back. This didn't really start, and I can't really blame de Blasio 100% because this all goes back to Ray Kelly, the former police commissioner. Ray Kelly was so worried about his own image 
he was another one that crucified cops for doing their jobs out in the street. Okay. You would have never seen things like this happen years ago when, when we had, you know, uh, police were allowed to enforce the laws and the courts actually prosecuted it. But they know that nothing's going to happen to them. So, and in this YouTube generation and, yeah. and everything else in social media, it's let's see how far we can do it. All right. So you, so you're, so you think that basically, based on this video, these guys who threw the water on the cops, nothing's going to happen, or you think that De Blasio is going to be like, oh hell no, I'm running for president. I can't have these guys running rampant. Oh, no, nothing's going to happen to him. Nothing's the Mario couldn't care less about the cops. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, he, he, couldn't, he can't care, care less one iota for them. I mean, he's, look, he's, right now, he, he's too busy trying to keep the lights on on Times Square. So, all right, listen, hey, we appreciate the phone call, man. That is, and it's true. That, that's the thing about New York City. You've got, uh, Mayor de Blasio, who's running for president. I mean, he's not, he's not got the support that I think he wanted. Um, and I don't know that he's going to make it to the final cut, but he is running for president. And when you're mayor of a big city like New York City, every single thing you do is going to, affect your decision making and the fact you know the fact that the lights keep going out in new york city that we've had like three blackouts in the last week major blackouts at times square uh brooklyn you know he can't get with con ed he can't figure out the problem and that doesn't look good for a guy who's trying to run an entire country and an entire infrastructure you know every single one of these candidates running for president right now they've got to know that every single thing they do is going to affect how they move forward every single thing they do they've got to i mean donald trump doesn't care but every other democrat is going to be so particular about the way they act the demands that they make of of their uh, of their the people that work for them and uh, the way they represent themselves in public oh which reminds me did you hear how kamala harris messed up big time did you hear what she did she got literally she lost probably millions of votes the other day because she did something that was so, that clearly she's not being advised uh, properly by people. 855-765-1045. We got to take a quick break. I'll tell you all about how Kamala Harris may have just shot her whole campaign in the foot. Uh, and, oh, we're up to five. We're up to half of our Send Mark to Cincinnati sponsorship sold. Uh, keep them coming. Go to themarkkshow.com if you want in on this. It's the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. <laughs> That's bad. I mean, you sit and be throwing water if somebody's getting arrested. This yeah. is obviously bad. I mean, I don't know why, what the person was getting arrested for, but, I, you know, that's illegal. Yeah, that is, that runs a good point. Yeah, you shouldn't be throwing water if somebody's getting arrested or really any time. I don't unless unless the police officer is on fire. I can't really think of a time when it's appropriate to uh, to throw water on them. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. I feel like that's just how our young generation is pretty much just expressing ourselves, and you know, because it's a lot of black black males getting killed over nothing they ain't do. Mm. Uh, do you know what it is? This is going to be one of the biggest. Speaking of young people and the way that they think and act and react, it's going to be a very interesting election season, not just for Donald Trump and not just for the twenty nine thousand Democrats who are running. But when you think about this, the the last election, there was a lot of young support. There was a lot of millennial support. But this time around, there's a lot more at stake. There's a lot more up for grabs and there's a lot more millennial uh, oriented uh, Democratic contenders. For example, Bernie Sanders had a 
lock on the young vote last time. It was Hillary Clinton for the old people and Bernie Sanders for the young people, which is ironic because he's older than nails. But that's how it that's how it panned out. Now you've got Pete Buttigieg and you've got Bernie Sanders and you've got Elizabeth Warren and you've got Kamala Harris. And a lot of these folks just don't realize, number one, the importance of the young vote and the millennial vote. But also they don't understand the importance of taking sides in celebrity beefs and taking the right side. And Kamala Harris learned the hard way when she crossed like 20 million Taylor Swift fans. This is this is an interesting this is this is the politics of today, folks. This is how this is how elections are won and lost in 2020. Kamala Harris, who after the last Democratic debate, you may remember, skyrocketed to popularity. She was up there with Pete Buttigieg and Joe Biden and everybody else. And everyone was like, who's Kamala Harris? Oh, she just stuck it to Joe. Oh, she's a rock star. She's going to be the first female president. Well, she made a big boo-boo the other day. She held a fundraiser and posted a picture uh, from a fundraising event with a guy named Scooter Braun. And Scooter Braun, if you don't know, is the guy responsible for making Justin Bieber a thing. So that's reason enough not to like him. But Scooter Braun, who created Justin Bieber and, and brought him to superstardom, recently purchased all of Taylor Swift's songs from her record label, and now Taylor Swift hates him too. So as soon as Kamala Harris posted a photo with Scooter Braun thinking she was going to be cool and hip and attract the attention of young people everywhere, she was lambasted by Taylor Swift fans or Swifties, as they're known in political circles, uh, online and on Twitter. And diehard Kamala Harris supporters. I mean, look, if it's Kamala or, or Taylor. Dude, there's no comparison. Taylor wins every time. So Kamala Harris woke up after she published this photo of her and Scooter Braun to angry photos or to angry tweets, rather like this one. Um, I was so excited for you as a Democratic candidate. But if you so choose to go to an event held by Scooter Braun, a man whose arrogance mirrors our presidents, I can no longer hold on to my excitement and faith for you as a presidential candidate. That was at long live snake tea. Uh, followed by the hashtag disappointed, which was just one. If uh, here's another one. If at Kamala Harris thinks this will get her votes, she is delusional. And at Scooter Braun is a thief who uses these women to advance his bank account. Another one uh, at Kamala Harris. Please don't do a fundraiser with at Scooter Braun. You will lose a lot of votes to E at E Warren. That's Elizabeth Warren, by the way. I want to support you, but cannot if you associate with a bully and misogynist. Hashtag I stand with Taylor. This is not your parents' political election, folks. This is this is a whole new ball game, and there is a minefield that all of these candidates they're trying to tread lightly. They're trying to not step in it. They're trying to go out and woo young voters, and while they're doing it, they are actually they're actually setting off the mines that they are trying to that they're trying to avoid because they're just not that well versed. Again, if you want to win an election, having Taylor Swift's multitude of young voters hate you is not the way to do it. Is not the way to do it. Elizabeth Warren apparently thrilled, but but everybody on the Kamala Harris fan uh, on the uh, Kamala Harris uh, team right now trying to backtrack and trying to save faith. Oh, do you hear what happened to Pete Buttigieg? Pete Buttigieg. Here's another reason why there's two. The Democrats are digging themselves deeper into a hole and they're actually shooting themselves in the foot over and over again because Pete Buttigieg got censored by a major media company 
because of an interview that he did. And the reason why is something that, I mean, may shock you, but it's something that the, it, he, he basically got screwed out of this major interview on a huge platform to a ton of Donald Trump supporters who he was trying to reach. And he got totally screwed out of it by his own party. I'll tell you that story here in just a minute. It's the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. We'll be right back. I've got to get Mark K more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just might get it. We want us some Mark K. We're entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. This is the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. Well, I can't imagine he's going to go back on what he said before unless he wants to give away whatever is left of his reputation. Uh, I mean, but I think he's going to have a withering cross-examination. Oh, there we go. Let me. My headphones were down. <laughs> What's up? This is uh, the Marque Show. My name is Marque. That was Rudy Giuliani, by the way, who is talking about um, is talking about uh, Robert Mueller, who will be. Listen up. This is great news. He will be uh, undergoing, as he just said, blistering testimony and cross-examination tomorrow morning during. Wait for it. This show. And we're going to carry the entire thing, the entire testimony, because this is a big deal. This is Bob Mueller, who wrote the report on Donald Trump, the Russian investigation report. Bob Mueller, who then said, I'm not going to testify. And if I do, my testimony will be limited to this report. So you don't need to call me in front of the Congress, Congress. You don't need to call me in front of the House investigation, uh, investigatory committees, because everything I wrote down, this is my testimony. Here it is. All 475 odd pages of it or 300 438, whatever it was. Oh, yeah, here it is. We got the big. Yeah. The other job. We still have it. And we've been using it as scrap paper now because we're, you know, we, it's what part of our effort to recycle. So uh, we've been doodling on it and we've been writing down important phone numbers and uh, we've been making paper airplanes out of them. But here there's still the bulk of it left. And he actually told them, uh, told us all this is my testimony. So if you call me, my testimony will not stray from what's written in these pages. And I mean, I guess they didn't believe him or what. I guess they were trying to test that. But uh, now he's going to be up tomorrow. I'm going to put that over there. Uh, at 8.30 a.m. it begins. We're going to carry the whole thing. The first segment should wrap up right around 11.30, which, give, which gives us a little chance uh, to chat as well. Uh, but we'll be, we will be live streaming it as well. So you can, you can interact on the live stream or, of course, you can just listen uh, right here to News 104.5 WOKV. But that's on the docket for tomorrow, and it's going to be a big day. And not so much a big day for the Democrats because I firmly believe that, true to his word, he's not, he's not going to stray – from what's in this testimony, from what's in this report. I believe that he's going to limit his responses to what's in this report. Also, he uh, is not he's already been directed by the Justice Department and by Bill Barr to say, hey, look, remember, you can't talk about the redacted material. You can't talk about stuff that has to do with grand jury investigations. You can't talk about a lot of stuff that they're going to ask you about. You have to stick to the script. Basically, you have to stick to what you already wrote. And uh, and if you don't, you're going to be you know, you're going to be in trouble and you're going to put the old department in jeopardy. So make sure that you um, you've, you've sworn a duty to to uh, to protect all of this information that is held secret. Um, so please remember to do that. It's going to be an, I mean, I don't know if it's going to be heated and interesting or if it's going to be kind of like just him reading the report for four hours. We're going to all find out together. Plus, the Republicans to get to cut into him, too. And this is where it really gets exciting. 
this is where it's really going to be good. You're going to get some Republicans who are going to go in there, and this is really their first chance to to dig into the Mueller report and dig into the whole, you said that there was no collusion. You said that there was no obstruction. You didn't say that you were going to uh, decide on that. You left it all up to Bill Barr. So there should be a couple of there should be a couple of sparks when the Republicans uh, go after Bob Mueller. But at this point, I mean, you have to think about this. This is a guy. He's nobody's friend. He's nobody's friend. The Republicans don't like him because, well, first of all, he's a big liberal. Second of all, he worked for the Clintons. Third of all, he uh, he wasted so much time and effort. He put so many people who they believe were just victims of their of this um, investigation away in prison. And and he's no friend of the president. Uh, the other thing is that the Democrats don't like him because they were hoping that this report that he wrote would hand them the keys to impeachment. They thought that this report that he wrote would be it. It would be it would be the axe, the hatchet that they could just slam into Donald Trump's back. And the whole Donald Trump administration and presidency ugh, would be good. Just be over and they put an end to the whole thing. That's what they were. That's what they were hoping for. And they didn't get that. So they don't like him either. It's it's a guy walking into a pit full of vipers and none of the vipers are friendly. So, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. And we're going to listen along uh, tomorrow morning, like I said, live on the stream and live right here on News 104.5 WOKV. All right. Let's talk about Pete Buttigieg for just a minute, because Pete Buttigieg was uh, he's, he's running into trouble of his own. And this is a problem that um, this is a problem that you may you may understand because um well, let me kind of explain to you how it's a little inside radio, but let me explain to you how it works. Pete Buttigieg was invited by a guy named Blair Garner to come on a country music show. That's a big country. If you guys know Blair Garner, big country music show. He's got this national show. And what he does is he, you know, he interviews people and he plays music and he does a countdown. It's an overnight show. It's like if uh, it's like if Coast to Coast AM were a country music show. That's basically that's basically what it would be. And so he invited Pete Buttigieg on his show, and Pete came and they did a big interview. And what happened was, oh let me get to you. There we go. And what happened was, uh, Blair Garner was all excited to air this interview with Pete Buttigieg. And all of a sudden, the company that syndicates his show came to him and said, I'm sorry, you can't do that. You can't air this interview with Pete Buttigieg. And Blair Garner was all like, why not? And they said, because he's running for president. And we have an equal time law in this country. The FCC, for all federally licensed radio stations, uh, mandates that you have to give candidates running for political office equal time. That's one of the big reasons I never have political candidates on the show, because basically, if you have one, what they're saying is you have to have them all. If you let Pete Buttigieg come on for a 20 minute interview, you've got to offer equal time to Elizabeth Warren and Andrew Yang and Kamala Harris and Tulsi Gabbard. And I can't even run through all of them. And, you know, the guy from New York who can't keep the lights on and has cops throwing a, has a citizen throwing water on cops. De Blasio, all of these people, Joe Biden, Bernie Sanders, you've got to give them all equal time. And that is such a hassle, especially when you have 20 or 30 people in the race. So Pete Buttigieg would have been exposed to a huge audience, not necessarily his existing fan base, because I, I can't imagine a lot of country music fans are familiar with Pete Buttigieg or uh, or on his side. But it, it would have opened the door for him. 
However, once again, being new at this whole thing, much like Kamala Harris ticking off all the Taylor Swift fans, he recorded an interview with a guy that his company refused to let him air because they didn't want to have to air 20-minute videos with 19 other people or 20-minute interviews with 19 other people because nothing will kill your ratings faster. Not, I mean, we couldn't even watch the Democratic debate for an hour without wanting to change the channel. So that's I mean, and that's something that you're going to see more and more and more. Now, as the field starts to wean away, as there's maybe one or two, uh, you know, you, you may see some more of this. But just know whenever you hear a political candidate on the air, whenever you hear somebody interviewing uh, Joe Biden for president or Elizabeth Warren for president or Bernie Sanders, and it's on a radio station or a TV station that is federally licensed like this one, then you have to at least offer equal time. You have to say you have to invite other people and say, hey, we had this candidate on our radio station. We had this candidate on our program. We are offering you an invitation to come on and get equal time. And I'm going to be honest with you. It's a pain in the butt. <laughs> and that's why that's why the only people I have on the show are the people who call in uh, the other Josh and Tommy Laren. Because she but if Tommy Laren, if she ran for office, that's it, man. We would not answer her phone calls anymore. Speaking of which, we need to get her back on the show. I want to talk to her about a few things. The other Josh, call Tommy Laren, get her back on the show. Star Star 104.5 is our number. Star Star, quick break. Uh, when we get back, we got more about what's going on. Oh, there's this other crazy thing that the other Josh wanted to talk about. With What was it? It was personal days? It was uh, some states are trying to adopt this thing where you can get a mental health day to stay home from school. A mental health day will be treated the same as a physical health day. The other Josh thinks that's a good idea, right? Yeah, I do. See, this is what happens when you move into a Democratic district. You, <laughs> before you buy any other houses, check with us first so we can tell you if you're in a red district or a blue district. 855-765-1045. Quick break. Some of your phone calls coming up. This is the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. <laughs> second and then when i look back all i see is david mandarin writing inbreeding with a with a question mark <laughs> what the hell's going on i got oh I, oh they're talking about dalmatians oh guy got it star star 1045 uh or 855-765-1045 by the way we are up to seven uh we are up to seven of our 10 spots filled for send mark to cincinnati um you guys doing the job of you know well what management should be doing they opted out of financing our trip to, to uh cincinnati next week to cover the rally after the rally the first trump rally since the crowds went wild and started chanting send her back send her back and donald trump stood there for 13 seconds Seconds, as we now know, thanks to CNN and their official CNN stopwatch. Um, and so this is the first rally since that rally. So it'll be really interesting to see how the crowds react, how Donald Trump reacts, if there's any other offensive chance, if there's any uh, protesting. You know, as each and every one of these rallies tends to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And I firmly believe that of the of the four or so he's had, including the official campaign announcement in Orlando, I firmly believe that this one will be the biggest and the most watched. And as a result, I believe it is important for us, the Mark K show, to report uh, from Cincinnati live on the ground. Unfortunately, I'm the only one in the entire company that believes that that's important. But luckily, uh, we've been able to crowdfund almost all this all of this venture and we're doing it. And we're not just here's the thing. We don't just beg for stuff. We offer stuff in return. So if you would like to be part of this, if this monumental experience, if you would like to be part of history, go to the dot com. 
And you can uh, buy a sponsorship package, which gets you a pre-recorded video personalized by me for you or anyone else of your choosing makes a great gift or advertisement. Uh, we also are going to give you a shout out on social media. We'll create a video. We'll include you, your company, your organization, your Instagram handle, your Twitter, the hashtag, whatever you want uh, will be included as part of that deal. Plus, we're going to host a party here in the studio for all of our supporters and a guest. You want a guest, some donuts, some coffee, the other Josh. Uh, we'll be hanging out here. We'll be doing the show. You'll be able to see uh, behind. It's going to be like a Mark K. LOL, but instead of live on location, we're just going to be here in the studio, and you're going to come to us. Exclusive backstage ass access. <laughs> also asses, uh, which is really cool. And then finally, everybody, every single person will get an official, uh, very comfy, very stylish Mark K. show T-shirt. The other Josh, tell everyone how comfy and stylish these shirts are. It is the comfiest and stylish shirt I wore yesterday. Could yeah, could. Okay, we'll take it. We'll take it. If you want to be put, there's just like a handful. Like I said, we don't have room for a lot of people, so I were at seven. We have room for three more. If you want to get in on this, go right now to themarkkshow.com. Themarkkshow.com. We got Doc online. He's been holding very patiently. Doc, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. How are you? Hey, doing good this morning. But uh, just like the Camilla Harris that's stirring up the Taylor Swift fans. Yeah. Il Ilhan Omar is doing the same thing with, with a lot of Democrats also because she's talking about the liberal messiah, Obama. She's saying he got away with his pretty face, got away with murder. I saw it on Fox. And now they're trying to backpedal on that. Like, wow, that pretty face got away with murder. There is going to be a lot more of that as as it gets more and more cutthroat right now. They're just going to and you're right. They're going to let each other just kind of fall by the wayside. After the first Democratic debate, the polls are going to wither away a couple of these contestants. And then someone's going to say something dumb or they're just going to run out of money. And once it gets down to about maybe like eight maybe like seven or eight, it's really going to get cutthroat. And you're right. People are going to start digging deep into the past and bringing up, uh, up all of Joe Biden's support for Obama's horrible uh, presidential you know, mandates and ideas. And then, of course, they're going to go back and, and talk about the Clintons. Because don't forget, let's not forget Benghazi. You know, he, that, that whole Hillary Clinton secretary of state issue, guess who was vice president during that time? It, your old pal. Your old pal, Joe Biden. So there's a lot of stuff in everybody's past. Kamala Harris. A lot of folks, in fact, when I was hanging out with Tommy Lahren again, which is another reason we want to get her on the show. <laughs> Josh is like a name dropper. Uh, she was talking all about how living in California, she knows a lot more about Kamala Harris than most Americans do and how that's all going to come out as well. So it's going to it's just the beginning of of the end for a lot of these Democrats. And they are going to turn on each other before they turn on Donald Trump. So it's going to be it's really I mean, I'm excited to see it all uh, happen. 855-765-1045 is the number. 855-765-1045 is the number. The only part, here's, here's where being poot, uh, poot, Pete. <laughs> I oh, can't say brother. Poot Buttigieg. What's his name, Pete? Buttigieg. Buttigieg. Here's where being Pete Buttigieg actually is beneficial. You've done nothing in your life for anyone to criticize. Very few people are going to go back and say, well, in the two years that you were mayor of South Bend, you really screwed up. That's not going to happen. I mean, you've got Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren and all these people who've been in who've been in Washington forever and a day. So th they've got a track record that they're going to have to answer for. Pete Buttigieg being, you know, basically a teenager has very little, very little to answer for. And that could actually carry him a long, long way.
That and all the money he's raising, too. All right, listen, we got to take a break. 855-765-1045. After this, we're going to play Millennial Match Game. We're going to bring our Millennial Hannah in here. And if you can match up her answers, we'll hook you up with some kind of cool prizes. 855-765-1045. We need two players for Millennial Match Game. That's next on the Marquee Show on News 104.5 WOKV. I've got to get Mark more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just might get it. We want us some Mark K. We're entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. This is the Mark K. Show on News 104.5 WOKV. Wow, I'll tell you, man, the support for this show is incredible. And the amount of people that want us to go to Cincinnati to uh, cover this event live we we originally said we had spots for 10 people plus a guest but everybody wants a part of this they want the t-shirt they want the shout out they want to be part of the process they want to come into the show so i'll tell you we're going to up that to 15 we've already filled our 10 which thank you guys by the way holy cow oh and happy anniversary by the way uh to larry and Rhonda anderson they live in kentucky which is right next to cincinnati and they watch on our stream every single day they're celebrating their anniversary today isn't that so amazing that is so great. I feel like we're all part of their lives now, even though we've actually never met. Uh, but they also helped to um, they all, they wanted a couple T-shirts, so we're going to send them that uh, as well. They said we don't we're, we won't be able to come in studio, but you'll be here in spirit and you'll be able to stream live and see all the. Well, let's see. It's going to be thirty people now. <laughs> we may have to move this to the performance studio. You know what? Right? Can we do that? Can we have a huge performance studio here, the Harold and Harold Performance Studio? Can we broadcast the show live from in there? Does anyone know how to do that? Nobody's talking to me. I can I learn. Didn't, you didn't introduce oh, me. I'm I didn't happy know to I was supposed to talk. You're happy to yeah, learn. I'll be here for a day. Okay, all right. We'll figure that All right, so maybe we'll make it a bigger deal. If you guys still want to come in, by all means, uh, keep the support coming. Go to themarkkshow.com, and we'll just make this a bigger event. In the meantime, I'm sorry, did you need an introduction? No, I just, people don't know who I am. That's true. I'm Hannah. Hannah's here, and she's our <laughs> resident millennial. She helps us out with the show a regular on a regular basis. And um, you may, when she when you call in, you may hear her voice. Uh, hopefully, she's polite. And what we like to do is we, we like to use her in the millennial capacity because I'm not a millennial. Scott's not a millennial. The other Josh thinks he's a millennial, but he's really not. The other Josh right. is a millennial. No, right. he, about? the dude just got Instagram like a month ago. Oh, yeah, so you're right, you're He's right. like, you know, he's like not, he's atypical. Uh, but Hannah's right there in the thick of things. She's young. She's in college. She's on all the social media. Graduated. She's drunk right now, probably. Whoa, stop the slander. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were, I don't know. You were talking about old fashions before we started this. And so we're going to use her to play something we like to call the millennial match game, which is uh, which, it's a lot of fun. And it kind of gets us inside the mind of the millennial voter. And today to play the millennial match game, we have Logan from GCS. What's GCS? Logan has Green Cove Springs. Oh, Green Cove Springs. Uh, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Logan, how are you? Good, man. How you doing, Mark? Doing great. You ready to play some Millennial Match Game? Sure am. Perfect. You're going to be playing against Dale from FB. I'm just kidding. From Fernandina <laughs> Beach. Uh, Dale, how are you, sir? I'm good, Mark. How are you? Good. Always a pleasure, Dale. All right, so we've got Dale and Logan. Here's how this works, guys. Are you familiar with the match games? Did you ever watch the old version or the new one with Alec Baldwin? No. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to read a statement. There'll be a blank. <laughs> and then Hannah is going to fill in that blank with any word that she chooses. You have to match that word. She's going to write it down on a sheet of paper here in the studio. You have to tell us what word you think she put in that blank. And if you match it correctly, you get a point. Whoever has the most points at the end of the game will give you a News 104.5 WOKV prize pack. How does that sound? All right. Cool. 
Woo. Okay, good. I was so enthusiastic. Wow. I loved it. So much excitement. <laughs> All right, Hannah, are you ready for your first one? Oh, I was born ready. Here we go. Listen up. Logan, we're going to start with you. This is going to be you have to match Hannah on this question. Bernie Sanders right. is so old. <laughs> He's so old that for his 16th birthday, his parents got him a new blank. Okay. Write it down. You can't just say, okay, you got to write it down on the card. Bernie Sanders is so old. How old is he? he thank you, John. How old He's is he? so old that for his 16th birthday, his parents got him a new blank. Wait. What, what, what are you done? What are you, hold on. Wait. He's, she's not done. Why is it taking you 20 hours to I'm write so one sorry. thing? I'm sorry. It was, it was hard. Uh, I can't think of the name. I hear you writing. Do you? <laughs> okay. Okay. What do you, Dale? <laughs> Logan, uh, what do you think? I said light bulb. A new light oh, bulb. Oh, like that's that. a great guess. What did you write down, Hannah? Uh, GT car, but I couldn't think of the name. The the car is from like the 1920s. I, the uh, Model T. Model T. Yeah. I I could picture it. I just couldn't think wow. of the name. The GT, the GT car. is a very different kind of car. That really I'm is. I'm so sorry. Okay. I'm sorry, Logan. Uh, we're gonna, you know what? I've, I'm going to give you a point just because I feel like you couldn't have controlled that That was at all. not your fault. That was me. All right, Dale, you ready for yours? Uh, here's your first clue. Listen carefully and tell us what Hannah's going to write down in the blank, okay? Okay. Okay, good. Bob Mueller is ready for tomorrow's hearing. He plans on getting a good night's sleep, eating a nutritious breakfast, and he's going to wear his lucky blank. Don't answer yet. Let Hannah write down on her card what her answer is. Bob Mueller is ready That's for tomorrow's cool. hearing. How ready is he? <laughs> he plans on getting a good night's sleep, eating a nutritious breakfast, and he's going to wear his lucky blank. Hannah, are you done? Why is it taking you so long to write these down? I am not fast. She's writing in old English. Okay, hold on. Don't say anything yet, Dale. All right, it's ready. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay, perfect. Uh, Dale, what do you think? Socks. His lucky socks. Oh, I got too creative with it. What did you write? I wrote his Mueller report. I'm sorry, because, no, he's going to bring it up and he's just going to, like, flip through the pages of it every time he's asked a question, you know? Yeah, Dale, we're going to go ahead and give you a point on that, too. Oh, my goodness. Am I just doing horrible today? I'm going to wear that. Yeah, you can't wear a Mueller report. Um, You can wear your cell phone around your neck. I think you can wear your Mueller report. All right, Logan, back to you. You ready? (laughs) Ready. All right, let's see if we can get an easy one in here. Hmm. Uh, here we go. The other Josh's dad jokes are so funny. How funny is he personally as a group person? Yeah. <laughs> they, <laughs> they are so funny that the last time he told one, blank, shot out of Mark K's nose. Hannah, write down your answer. Wait one second, Logan, while we see what what creativity. She, okay, here we go. Uh, the other Josh's dad jokes are so funny. Thank you very much. They're so funny that the last time he told one, blank, shot out of Mark K's nose. What do you think, Logan? I'm going to go with milk. Go with milk. Oh, man. This time I actually made it easy. Hannah, what did you say? I said snot. Snot. Yeah, that's both both good guesses. That's close, though. I don't I think guess, that's... I guess was snot right, though. <laughs> Josh, I, hate I, don't, you. I haven't dry. I don't drink a lot of milk here in the studio. Uh, all right, here we go. So it's tied one to one. Dale, you ready for the next one? Yep. All right, here we go. Listen carefully, Hannah. Get ready to write. I'm ready. Joe Biden has a new campaign slogan: "Vote for Joe. He'll blank for you." <laughs> Joe Biden has a new campaign slogan. He's trying out: "Vote for Joe. He'll blank for you." All right, I'm ready. All right, what do you think, Dale? 
Hill-Smith for you. Hannah, what did you write down? I wrote sniff. I could tell by the reaction. <laughs> All right, Dale, you got a point. All right, Logan, you need this one to tie it up. Are you ready? I got you. Here we go. Iran is playing with fire. Not only are they attacking oil tankers and shooting down drones, they also threatened to launch a missile at Donald Trump's blank. Iran is playing with fire. Don't answer yet. She's still... That is a squeaky... It's the squeakiest marker ever. Good. No, that's good, though. That's yeah, good for the radio. radio yeah. Is this how I spell it? Yeah, I that's, that's okay. correct. Uh, Iran is playing with fire. Not only are they attacking oil tankers and shooting down drones, they threaten to launch a missile at Donald Trump's blank. What do you think, Logan? Twitter account. What was it? Ooh, that's good. Twitter, Twitter, account. Twitter account. Twitter account. Oh, oh, what did you say, Hannah? I said toupee. Oh. Uh, oh, no. That's, I was going to go with, her, I I like go with her, sympathy too. laugh. Yeah, no, that's a good one. That was a good one, though. Both good answers. I'm going to be honest with you. All right, Logan or Dale, you're ahead two to one just for kicks. Let's do the last one, though, shall we? We shall. Dale, you still there? I'm here. Okay, okay good. All right, we're good. Perfect. Uh, the, here we go. Last one, Anna. The Cincinnati rally is going to be crazy. Instead of chanting, send her back, the crowds are planning on chanting, send her blank. This Cincinnati rally is going to be crazy. Instead of chanting, send her back, the crowds are planning on chanting, send her blank. You can just write the one word, Hannah. You don't need to rewrite the entire phrase. I'm so sorry. Oh, okay, all right. What, <laughs> what do you think, Dale? Um, send her uh, home. I don't know. Send her back, send her home. What did you write, Hannah? I said, send her packing. That's okay. You're still ahead two to one. Congratulations. You got the news. 104.5 WOKV Marque Show prize back. Logan, great job, man. Thanks so much for playing. Uh, we appreciate it, Dale. Hang tight one second. Hannah, thank you so much. Thank you so much. And Josh, thank you for your interjections as well. We appreciate it. Quick break. Uh, more of the Marque Show coming up on News 104.5 WOKV. days to repay your confidence but in the meantime the campaign is over and the work begins we were just discussing how boris johnson sounds like a whole bunch of harry potter characters doesn't he it's like it's a, hello the ministry of magic is cold and i'm near the hogwarts and mr potter is being expelled and dumbledore and snape uh, thank you, Pip Pip Cheerio. That's that's basically that's basically his entire uh, speech today. But anyway, congr but congratulations, uh, congratulations to uh, to the newest Muggle in charge in uh, in the United Kingdom. That's very that's very exciting. Boris Johnson should be exciting to see how he works with Donald Trump. And speaking of working with Donald Trump, Donald Trump next week is going to be in Cincinnati, Ohio. And thanks to your generosity and everyone who wanted to take part in this fantastic offer to crowdfund uh, the trip. It looks like it's going to happen now. We. We've, we've accumulated, I believe, enough. There's still some people that are writing me saying, when I get home, is it still too late to take advantage of this? Because they want, I guess, a recorded message from me, a videotaped message personalized, saying thank you so much. 
insert your name here or happy anniversary, for example, or happy birthday, whatever you guys want. Um, they also want the shout out on social media. They want the Mark K show sh- T-shirt and they want to come in studio for our live send Mark to Cincinnati supporter party during the show. Food, drink, merriment. Uh, we'll, the gang will all be here. Should be a blast. And, it, and it's getting bigger. It started with 10. We're now upping it to 15 people plus a guest. So you guys can uh, can we're going to move it. We have a big like a performance studio. This will be like a perform. We should really be more entertaining that day. Maybe we'll do. We'll we'll make sure we plan like a big thing. Maybe we'll play some games live. Would that be great? Like we'll do. Like we'll do the match game live. Oh, now I'm getting really excited. Now I'm getting really excited. Uh, and it would let's see, 15 plus a guest would be 30. 30 people. Yeah, that's a party right there. 855-765-1045. Hannah can help you out. Or if you're by your cell phone or computer, go to the Mark K Show. Dot com to get in on that right now. The Mark K show dot com uh, to get in on that right now. OK, tomorrow typically is something we like to call whatever you want Wednesday. But tomorrow is going to be Bob Mueller testifying in front of Congress Wednesday. And that starts at uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Josh, 830. Is that what we're planning? You're not wrong, so I can't correct you. Okay, <laughs> I appreciate that. 8.30, we begin the live coverage. And the first session is three hours, so we're thinking it goes through 11.30. Yes. Then there's a break. Are we taking the second section as well? I believe so, but okay. I guess it depends on content. So really, what we can plan on is we'll be here in studio the whole time. I'm not, like, taking it. I mean, I'm not, I could go play. I could go to Best Bet, but I'm not going to. I'm going to be here watching it and taking notes and that kind of thing. We're going to live stream it and comment on the stream, and we'll be interacting on the stream as well. So if you're thinking, yeah, I want to watch this, or yeah, I want to listen to it, you have two choices. Uh, News 104.5 WOKV, uh, the News 104.5 WOKV mobile app, or go to the Mark K Show Facebook page, Twitch page, YouTube channel, Periscope, what is it, Twitter, wherever. We're going to be everywhere tomorrow broadcasting this thing. And then at 1130, right after the news, we think we can come in for a couple minutes uh, in between sessions right before noon. And we can comment and take some phone calls and take some open mic messages and, and just kind of, you know, some, give, give a good summation of what happened and give a good summary of, uh, of Bob Mueller's testimony and what it means for A, Bob Mueller, B, Donald Trump, C, the rest of us, because that's really we really only care about two other three of those. Uh, but that's what we're going to be doing tomorrow. And then maybe we can if if there's no I mean, I would say we would carry over whatever you want Wednesday to Thursday. But I believe that after this testimony, there is going to be a lot on the table that we're going to have to hash out. There's going to be a lot on the table that we're going to have to cut through and we're going to have to explain and we're going to have to go over. There's going to be tons of responses. Every single Democrat from the House, from the Senate, every single one of the people running for president on the Democratic Democratic Party ticket. All of them are going to be in front of a microphone and they are going to be trying to comment. They're going to want to say something. They're going to want to let the world know what they think about Mueller's investigation and how this new testimony now has has thrown the door wide open for impeachment. Don't think you're not going to be hearing from each and every one of the squad members, probably individually and also together. They're all going to be out there saying, now it's clear, we've got to impeach Donald Trump. That's what this whole thing is. It's an entire day when we can listen to Bob Mueller literally read verbatim the 400-page document he's already written and then listen to every other Democrat in the world tell us how this reopens the investigation and uh, and clears the way for the impeachment of President Donald Trump. So that's what we got on plan for tomorrow. Be sure to join us. Stay tuned for news, traffic, weather, and Rush Limbaugh coming up next on News 104.5 WOKV.